Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. You guys have found me at my little corner of the internet. Today is Friday, the 25th of February. You guys know I usually do Meet My Friend Friday, but I'm going to have an old friend on the show with me today. And so now I'm calling it Friday with Friends. My friend Mark Sherwood's back on the show with me today. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right. So you guys, I have so appreciated all the letters that are coming in to the podcast, particularly as it relates to COVID. You guys have heard Mark Sherwood on the show with me before. He's a naturopathic doctor who lives in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Some of my favorite people live in Oklahoma. You guys have heard me talking about this, so I won't repeat myself today. But he's also running for governor in the state of Oklahoma. And one of the reasons I love Mark so much is he's not afraid to tell the truth. We've been talking about COVID. We've been talking about what's wrong with politics politics. And the last time he was on the show, we were really talking about these unconstitutional, ridiculous, tyrannical mandates that have come down and why we need to stand against them. And uh, today I've invited him back on the show. We're going to talk a little bit about functional medicine. I want you guys to lean in because Mark has a lot of wisdom to share. And really, as I've been saying now for two and a half years, this is not about your health. It never has been. This is about power and control and people are dying as a result of it. The unwillingness of of our politicians and the mainstream media to tell the truth about what's happening around us has literally cost now, I would say, tens of thousands of lives. And so I appreciate Mark's commitment to the truth. And we're going to be talking a little bit today about COVID and functional medicine, the mandates, all of it. I can't wait. It's going to be a great conversation. Mark, my friend, welcome back to the show. Oh, Heidi, it's good to be back. It's good to see you. Happy Friday to you and everyone out there. Thank you. I know. I'm, I've am i gotten to the point. I'm sure you're here now in the campaign, right? Friday used to be like, yes, it's Friday. But now it's like, well, Friday, you're going to be speaking, you know, tonight, tomorrow night, and the next night. You're more, uh, you're busier than a clown on fire right now, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. Same as you. Friday nights and Saturday nights are pretty much, they're they're booked up for the rest of the the, the spring and into the summer. It's crazy, but yeah. it's an opportunity. And, and that's why, you know, I really treasure the times we have together with the uh, listeners that we have, because what an opportunity to speak in the lives of a person. And uh, we're all valuable in the eyes of God. And so I, I take very seriously all these times. And I know that one person may be the person that we have an opportunity to influence today to change the course of, of history. And so um, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting times we live in right now. Yeah, it really, really is. I want to jump into a couple of things that are happening right now. Uh, as you and I were saying on before the show, the governors now around the state magically yeah. are determining when COVID's going to end. So here in Washington, I believe it's going to come to an end around the 31st of March. In other states, it's sooner. Some of them are as early as next week. These, you know, again, arbitrary random dates that are not based on science at all, but just, you know, I think it's political uh, honestly, and they're watching their poll numbers dropping. And so they're going to have to do something. Oh, I know. Let's open up the economy. Let's stop turning our citizens against each other. Unfortunately, for the citizens in Canada, things are continuing to get very, very bad there. We have a lot of friends that live in Canada. I've spent a lot of time speaking up there over the years. I love Toronto. Uh, it's very sad to see what's happening in Ottawa. And, uh, and all in the name of a virus with a 99.9% survival rate, Trudeau is literally killing his country. And you and I have talked about this now many times. You have taken a very different approach to treating COVID and you've had a ton of success. So what I'd like to do today is uh, you work in, in functional medicine. 
which I find absolutely fascinating. I see a functional uh, medicine doctor here in Vancouver, Washington, who is literally changing how I take care of myself yeah. and my family. Uh, let's start there because I want to I want to talk a little bit about uh, functional medicine and what it is, and then I want to touch on the mandates and the lifting of these edicts and just see where you think we're going to go from here. But let's talk about functional medicine for a minute and tell everybody kind of how you approached COVID. Well, obviously we approached COVID from a different ideology. Uh, We approached it from here's a problem. What caused the problem instead of here's the problem. What are we going to do about it? So in other words, conventional medicine is simply here's a symptom and what pill do we take to alleviate the symptom? though not even understanding that pills create other symptoms and pills can pull out nutrients, which can cause other systems of biology to fail. So the system that we looked at was different. We saw COVID as a real virus. Now, we, I believe it was a man-made gain of function created in a lab. No for question. Nefarious purposes. But regardless of that, it's a real thing. And so we knew it was a real thing. And we had to reconcile that in our minds. And so once we knew it was a real thing, we had to reconcile, okay, young people and healthy people, athletes, weren't dying. So we had to put that into our box of known factors. And then we realized this factor, we we always want to factor in the God factor, I call it. If God wanted to destroy mankind, would he allow a virus created by mankind to destroy the world? Well, the answer is no, because God is the supreme authority over the world and allows evil in the world for a temporary time so it can bring opportunity to bring glory to him by choosing him over evil. So we put that God factor in there. We said, okay, if the human body is so weak that it cannot function in this idea of having a virus around, then we don't believe in God. So let's try to create the ideal scenario once again to make the body more youthful, more athletic, and performing the way God intended. So that was our approach. And so we went back and looked at it. We found that coronavirus was around since the beginning of time. And we- Oh, it's not new? No, it's not new, duh. And um, (laughs) so we knew that even that meant that all viruses, and this is a profound statement that I hope people don't freak out with, all viruses were still created by God. Because everything in the world is created by God. So that meant that mankind had to manipulate something that God made, right? So we, we kind of drew that conclusion. So we went back and determined what was it supposed to be like in God's intent. So we decided, let's go back to the Garden of Eden. And we really had this discussion, believe it or not. We said, okay, if there were no diseases in God's Garden of Eden, so that means that food contains medicine, right? We know that. We're not born with medication deficiencies. So we decided to put good food back in the body, uh, non-processed food. If you couldn't imagine swimming in the river, walking through the garden, hanging from the trees or whatever, it wasn't food. So we decided to go there. Uh, We decided to look at what was deficient within our good food, uh, you know, nutrition today. And we decided to bring those back in. Those were things like vitamin D, uh, omega-3s, vitamins B, magnesium. We put those in there as well. We used um, a little bit of colostrum. I can go into that in a few minutes um, if you want. And then we used a little bit of zinc. And we also used a high dose broccoli sprout powder uh, preparation. So that's the things we used. We got people outside. We um, told them to move. 
get off of negative mm. media, hang around negative mm. people was a, was a no go. Living in fear was a no go. Listen to some praise and worship and, um, elimination of those comorbidities was part of our focus. Uh, elimination of obesity, type two diabetes, you know, high blood pressure, all these things that were risk factors anyway. And so our approach kind of went that direction. And before we knew it, we had a couple thousand people that didn't die. We were pretty encouraged. And then now it's over 10,000 with no deaths. And so it's been extraordinary. Um, we've learned a lot. and uh, But we've also, the most powerful thing, when you give the body what it needs to do, the way God intended, it will do and perform the way he intends it to and is supposed to. And when it does... Heidi, no one's going to die one day quicker than God says. So if we trust him with right. everything and uh, right. it, it's just a, a freeing thing to know that God's plan, God's intent, you know, does work. So you guys, I mean, I, I just find this so fascinating because you took an approach the, to the opposite of the NIH, the opposite of the CDC, the opposite yep. of these government agencies that have basically been killing people. Stay mm-hmm. inside, wear a mask. You know, health comes from a mask and a needle with this virus with a 99.9% survival rate. You know, a lot of people now who have got, taken that vaccine have gotten sick. Yep. And a lot of people who have taken the vaccine have had terrible injuries from it, you know, and I've had a lot of them on my show. But you guys have an approach that comes from a system of medicine called functional medicine. A lot of people are interested in functional medicine. What is it? So a good way to describe functional medicine is think about a river. Okay, so here's Heidi St. John living next to the river. This is where you live. The water comes up and it gets near the foot of your door and it's starting to elevate. Well, conventional medicine is going to throw you a sandbag symbolic or analogous with a pill. The water comes up more, another sandbag, another pill. It never answered the question is, why is the water coming up? So functional medicine answers the question, why? It goes upstream. So go upstream in the river analogy, and you're going to see a big concrete wall. It's called the dam. And the dam is symbolic of your own genes. Very important to catch this, your genes. Now, behind the dam is going to be the reservoir. The reservoir is symbolic of the environment. So what comes into your dam determines what comes out of the dam. So the expression or the downstream effect is called genetic expression, which allows the floods or not, right? And so when we understand the genes and we understand the environment, which can be anything we put in our body, our body is exposed to, what we say, what we do, everything above that, the environment has a conversation with the dam, with the genes, right? So this epi-environmental genetic conversation determines the output from that dam. And we know that flooding is not necessary. So if we can understand our genes, I call that the damn gene analogy, but people can play on words with that. Um, <laughs> and they, they understand the environment, which how it works with all of us because our genes are different. Um, we find that we're able to create a nice resiliency towards these common modern day disease occurrences, such as what I call these diseases of the affluent, which are going to be type 2 diabetes, Alzheimer's dementia, cancers, heart disease, uh, osteoporosis, and type 2 diabetes, as, as stated. So, and obesity probably would be uh, categorized because it's right now the fastest growing non-communicable disease on the planet, uh, which so... These things don't have to occur when you understand functional medicine approach or functional systems biology approach. You can actually create a system of wellness by just going for the root of the problem. 
Would you like to support American businesses with American products, issuing things that are made right here in the United States? One place to start is MyPillow. These guys are more than pillows. They have bedding, mattresses, slippers, clothing, all kinds of accessories for your home. And you can get 66% off by going to MyPillow.com and using the promo code Heidi. That's up to 66% off at MyPillow.com. Use the promo code Heidi or call 1-800-447-0541. Well, and this is, this is true for almost every illness that we're facing. Last time you were on the show, we were talking about the food pyramid Yeah, and how, uh, and, and you pointed out it was something that's really, it's, you know, probably will stick with me forever that that kind of reminds us of Egypt, doesn't it? These, mm-hmm. these pyramids and Egypt reminds us what of slavery, yep. but it's backward in this country, how we tell people to eat. Amazing to me that, that we've told people, Hey, you know, go ahead. And if you'll get that, that vaccine, you can have, mm-hmm. you know, Krispy Kreme every week for the rest yep. of the year. This is leading to why we're sick in the first place. Uh, because we're not taking care of our bodies. I just had a guest on a couple of days ago and she was talking about essential oils and how they come from the things that God has given us and mm-hmm. they help support the systems that that God designed. And so it seems to me like that's what you're doing. I've got a, a question for you. So you, we, I want to go back really quickly to uh, uh, to talk about some of the, the major issues, diabetes, yeah. right, and obesity for sure. A lot of people listening to this that will write into me and say, listen, I've tried everything. I'm doing all the, the fad diets. I've done, you know, uh, the, I did one guy wrote in and said, Hey, I took the thing on shark tank and it worked for, you know, it worked for six months. But as soon as I stopped taking the pill, yeah, you know, because they didn't change the way that they lived their life. And frankly, we don't want to do that. That's hard work, but it doesn't have to be hard. Does it? No, it doesn't have to be hard. And, and, you know, we tell people all the time, and, and this would be for anyone out there, say, stop dieting. Don't think about calories. Don't think about frequency of eating. Eat when you're hungry. Don't when you're not. Just eat real food. And if people have any concept, Heidi, of God and, and this being the temple, right? If they have any concept of that, just guard the temple. Honor the temple. Treat it well and eat real food and know that God didn't direct us to eat processed foods. When I see the, I I saw Mayor de Blasio of New York city, you know, uh, bribing people to go take the vaccine. And he was, this is no, he had a burger and fries here and he, he was eating it. Oh, he was making these sounds like, Oh, yum, yum. As he was chewing it. And I thought to myself, how deceived that man is. And how that platform that God's given him, because no authority has been given to man except from God, how that has now been abused. And it's encouraging people to put into their body the greatest immune inducer by far than anything else that creates so much inflammation. And it made me sick at my stomach because how people are deceived. We need leaders to step up and do exactly what we're doing right now. Just talk about truth. And so, you know, when a person takes the pressure off, thinking they've got to do some program of dieting or whatever, just take the pressure off and just relax. Um, they're going to get better. The body is not designed to carry around excess fat tissue. Just not. Hmm. And when you talk about not eating processed food, you know, there's a lot of moms, especially listening to this. It's very hard to to switch from this is we we grew up eating processed food, yeah, right? We grew up with lunchables and we grew up with all this stuff. 
what are some easy ways that people can sort of move from this lifestyle where everything we eat is, is it's not an overnight thing. I always tell people it's one step at a time. Don't, don't overwhelm yourself, you know, by feeling like you've got to make this massive change all at once, but you can make little changes. Where's the best place we, we start. Is it cutting out sugar? Is it limiting sugar? Is it reading labels? Where, what's the best place to start? Well, it's, it's kind of all of those. I, I think I like people to start with one meal at a time, and especially like moms with kids out there. This is super important, moms and dads both. you got to watch what you say around your kids because what you say will form their culture, will form their environment, it will shape their bodies. So in other words, kids don't eat enough vegetables a day. We all know that. So I think to say as a Well, parent, I would say most of the adults don't either. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> we need to say like, uh, for example – I love vegetables. Aren't vegetables so good? Thank you, God, for making vegetables. That comes out of our mouth all the time. We never, ever allow these words, I hate vegetables, come out of our mouth, especially not as parents. But when a child says that, we immediately say, now listen, Johnny. Uh, little Johnny, little Johnny gets the brunt of everything. Listen, little Johnny. Um, <laughs> we can't hate vegetables because that means we hate God because he made vegetables for our good to take care of our temples. Right? Quick statement. Mm-hmm quick teaching and parents start with one place. And I recommend starting with maybe one meal a day. And typically the first one is really the best and easy because it's kind of the most important one to set the tone for the day. And you can take a lot of things and put them in a shake, you know, and I've told people to do this for years. Just get yourself a, a, a Nutribullet or, or a Ninja or maybe a Vitamix and make it fun. I mean, we're going to have a shake kids and, you put a protein in there. You can put some greens in there. You can put some veggies in there. You can put some fruit in there. You can add some organic green powders and some fibers and stuff and make it a fun process. The cleanup is minimal. The cost is minimal. The health is maximum benefit. So that's kind of where you start. And then right behind that, you want to start trying to find bread and grain substitutions. Like look for these recipes that have almond and coconut flour recipes to make sort of things like cloud bread or pan flakes. There's recipes out there that you can make bread substitutes. And that's the first place to start. Cauliflower wraps is another one. When you do that, health will return. Excess fat tissue will come off. Kids are, have too much weight today. They really do. It's, it's really sad. I mean, playgrounds don't look like they did when we were kids, Heidi. They don't. It's Mm -hmm. tragic. And, so parents understand that your genetic susceptibilities, as I talked about previously, will appear magnified over genetics down the line. So, you know, it's almost like generational curses. They go down the line, you know, four generations, and they actually do. Children or parents who struggle with weight will see their children struggle with weight earlier in life than they ever did. Mm. And so just be aware of those things, but long answer, short question, but the one meal at a time is the place to start. One meal, one day. Don't get crazy because it's not sustainable. One meal at a time is the best way to approach this. Mm, I love that. A friend of mine uh, who's, I called her kind of a crunchy mama years ago, She we were talking about snack foods and she said that she had uh, learned that the power of nutritional yeast. And so she was talking to me about it and she said that's what they do for snacks in the evening. She said, we pop popcorn 
and we put some, some really good for you seasonings on it. And then we sprinkle some nutritional yeast on it. And I'm telling you what, almost everybody in my family loves that now. It's kind of a go-to snack. You can put it in yeah. little Ziploc bags and it's good for you. And, uh, and really you're teaching your kids the value of being concerned with and interested in what they put in their bodies. It's so important. Uh, I appreciate that so much. I want to, uh, I don't want to run out of time today. I want to talk a pivot for just a minute yeah, and talk about these mandates. Right. So now we're watching, you're running for governor mm-hmm. and it matters to you what's happening in your, you know, in the beautiful state of Oklahoma and you love the people there. God's put you there as you're watching these governors from around the country now starting to walk back uh, these, these mandates, where do you think this is going? I mean, in terms of, the next, because there will be another illness, right? Now we've set the stage. This could happen again. It probably will. How do we handle the next pandemic, given what we've seen now in this one, particularly as it relates to these edicts that are coming down from our governors, this arbitrary lifting of the mandates? What are your thoughts on all this? Well, I do think, first of all, the lifting of the mandates now arbitrarily has everything to do with what you alluded to, the midterms are coming and the whole numbers are not happy. They're not healthy. And the people are understanding this common principle that the people fearing the government, fearing governmental entities is tyranny. And the people realize that. And now the government is starting to fear the people that's called freedom. It's the opposite. Mm -hmm. And you're starting Mm -hmm. to see people stand up and the government doesn't want to get overwhelmed with people. So they're starting to fear the people. Good. Yeah. That's Canada for sure. Good signs. That's really good. Now, what we're going to see is they're going to spin this. They're going to say, hey, we're pulling it back because of all the things we did. We locked you down and we have great results and see what we did. They're going to try to spin this. Don't be fooled. Don't be fooled by that, folks, because it's it's a lie from the pit of hell. It's all about manipulation of you, the people, all of us. And so, it's going to come up again because as soon as the midterms, if they can keep those seats in those offices, they're going to do it again. And they're going to try to push you down even more. And my advice this time is to learn from the past mm-hmm. and step up and just say, no, and I'm talking business owners. I'm talking hospital executives. I'm talking CEOs. Step up and say, no, you will not. And the churches, you never, ever, ever need to close your doors again. That was a mistake. Deception. It's time to repent. It's time to say I was wrong. Pastors, leaders, and step up. And if if you'll trust me on this one, and I'm speaking absolutely the words of God, stand up for God right now, you will not have to back down to this government again. They will run from you like they've always ran. The bully always backs down when the men and women of God stand up. Hmm. It's so important. And, and it's the little things, you know, we've been saying for months now, stop wearing that mask, refuse yeah. to wear it. This thing's not, it will continue until the citizens say enough is enough. The science isn't there. It's not working. I'm not going to, because when you see someone with a mask on her face, it's, it's a reminder of fear. It's a reminder that there's a problem. I've, I've been uh, a couple of weeks ago, I got to go out to a Pacific County out here in Washington state. And I talked to parents whose kids have been very, you know, very little kids have been traumatized by this whole thing. And one of the moms told me that her, her son went into kindergarten uh, right about the time that the pandemic started. He's never even seen any of his teacher's faces. Oh my and God, he feels, so 
It is so sad. And she said he he doesn't want to go anywhere without the mask. He doesn't feel like he feels like he's not dressed without it now, right? And we're messing up our kids. And this I love that you included business owners because I'm a business owner. And I'll tell you what, right now, you know, people kept saying, Don't blame this on the business owners. Well, there was a time for that, but that time is over. So, now you can say, Stop being a coward and stand up for freedom. Stand up for freedom. And uh, now's the time to do that because if we don't figure this out now, it will happen again. Yeah, you know, as a business owner, one to the other, you you all know, we, we did this back in, in March of 2020. We made that decision right then, uh, come hell or high water, that we were not going to wear a mask. We're not going to close our businesses. We weren't going to do it. We weren't going to practice social distancing. If somebody wanted to cut a hug, I was like, here you go. Come here. I don't care. Yep, yep, and it was yep. like we made that decision and more businesses need to make that decision. Like right now, do it beforehand. Yep. Be like Daniel, you know, Daniel 1A. Daniel was resolved not to defile his temple with the rule of food. But the point being of that, he was resolved. You have to practice being resolved before the moment comes. Practice mm-hmm. being resolved right now. When the moment comes, you'll be ready. Don't wait. Be resolved now. And so that resolution you, you make now will prove dividends when it's time to actually put your res- resolution to the test. Mm, so good. Mark Sherwood, you are a treasure out there in Oklahoma. And I know I want my listeners to to uh, hear what you're saying and support your run for governor. We need godly people to ascend to positions of authority in the land, people who are willing to be humble, people who are willing to want to serve the people and not just be in these positions because they want power or heaven forbid they want money. I'm assuming that like me, you don't need the money. No. <laughs> you know, uh, we shouldn't be running for positions of leadership because we need money, particularly as it relates to the political realm. So if people are are listening to you and they're like, who's that guy? I want to support him. How can they find you and find out more about your race? Well, they can go to Sherwood2022.com and on that website, they're going to see a, all of our issues and platform statements. Some, you know, there's people in Oklahoma that are want to go to events and some of your listeners are here in Oklahoma. They'll have those populated, but it's going to give you an opportunity to download an app, an app. And so the app is uh, Sherwood 2022 as well. But I really encourage people to, to download that app. Listeners, whether you're in Washington, it doesn't matter. Download the app because I humbly ask for you to do one thing. Pray for us, please. Um, yeah. And if it's on your phone, you're going to see us. It's going to remind you. And when it's going to remind you to pray for Heidi St. John and her race too. Pray for the people of God stepping up for the people that God will empower them, provide for them and give them protection. And then secondly, it people sometimes are directed to give and they should, because this is not a race that is um, Oklahoma state race. Can you imagine a governor stepping up and really doing what we're talking about doing? What would that do to other governors? It's going to inspire them in your state, in the neighbor state, it's going to be a powerful experience we're going to get to, to carry on with. And thirdly, with the app, and I want you to share that because with those issues that we've got on there and they're laid out so you know succinctly and clear, use that as a tool to vet your own candidates. You know, yeah, Ask them good. the questions. Hey, hey, Heidi, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And some of them will, most of them will apply. You know, And if they can't answer them, find somebody else to vote for. So it's a tool for you. So I hope people take advantage of that. And I appreciate you mentioning that. Yeah. You sent sent me the link to the app, Mark, and I'll get it up on the show notes. Okay. Uh, And that way people can just scroll down there. You have been such an encouragement to me as, uh, you know, one person who's running for office to another. And mostly I just appreciate your your absolute uncompromising uh, 
voice for freedom and for the Lord Jesus, not afraid to call in the name of the Lord, not afraid to say, hey, we got to bring biblical values uh, back to our government. We started out with Judeo-Christian values where I'm teaching or hosting rather the Constitution class, Constitution Alive here on Sundays. We got about 250 people coming to the Homeschool Resource Center every Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, we're learning a lot. This nation is so far away from the nation that the founding fathers gave us. And we're going to go right over a cliff unless we bring those principles back. The founding fathers gave us the framework around the Constitution, that frame that holds everything else together. And I appreciate your stand for freedom, your stand for medical freedom, bringing common sense. You know, hey, health doesn't come from a mask and needle. Maybe stop eating a donut and get out and get some fresh fresh air and sunshine and some real food. There's an idea. Bring back common sense, Mark Sherwood. You could, uh, you could lead the charge on that. <laughs> I tell you what, you know, Godly principles work, whether we're godly people or not. Godly principles mm. are the foundation of this country. Ungodly principles will be the undoing and unraveling of this country. So right. let's stand strong in that. And, and we, you know, I consider it a, a deep honor to be a friend of yours. And um, let's keep encouraging one another because this is how we this is how we build our faith. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, I so appreciate you being here. Let's do it again real soon and yep. uh, come back on. We'll we'll catch up again. Sounds great. Thanks for coming on today. You're welcome. My pleasure. You guys want more information on Mark Sherwood and his run for governor, and I hope you'll check it out and download that app. You can go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast. Scroll down to the show notes, and I'll link back to it there for you today. Also want to let you guys know that this podcast is now on video. It's up on Rumble and YouTube. And so if you want to see us as well as listen to us, you can go to YouTube and Rumble. I'll link back to those in the show notes today. And all the links that we talk about will be there as well. Thanks for listening, everybody. And I will see you back here on Monday at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at momstronginternational.com.